Yeah, it's one, it's one for you, God. Cause you the Lord of my life. And you're just so amazing. Yeah, on the streets I'm praising. God is amazing. Lord, you're so amazing. He gave many inspiration. God is amazing. Lord, you're so amazing. Please look out for me. Lord, I just want to speak my truth. No, Lord, I want to speak your truth. Lord, it's a testimony to all the things that you carry me through, me through. I've been so gone for so long. Suffering, suffering When I knew who to call on With the flesh I was struggling Ay, And what did I do? Run to the broad path that the world let me do well, Back then, if only I knew Would Jehovah and store I would've never run to you Hey! On the streets I'm praising God is amazing Lord you're so amazing He gave many inspiration God is amazing Lord you're so amazing Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, open the hearts and minds of each and every one under the sound of my voice. Father, open their souls, Father, that the word will fall, that the seed of your word will fall into their hearts and their minds, into our hearts and our minds, so that we can grow, so that we can increase in you, so that we can increase in wisdom and favor and stature, so that we can increase in anointing and in grace and in strength, so that we can increase in your and everything that you have called for us to do in this hour. Hallelujah. Father, we bind the spirits of distraction, intrusion, destruction, mayhem, sabotage, a, short, a premature death, illness, sickness, disease, infirmity. In the name of Jesus Christ, I speak the healing of God over each and every one under the sound of my voice. Father, let our ears be open to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Let our eyes see what the Spirit, hallelujah, is showing us into the with the spirit is showing us hallelujah let our minds perceive and understand with the wisdom of god the times and the season and the discernments of how to move according to your riches and your glory for all that you have called let the fire of god go forth let the fire of your presence the fire of the holy spirit hallelujah let the angels of the living god come forth and saturate hallelujah let the anointing of god fall upon us in the name of jesus we receive your fire we receive your revelation we receive your hunger we receive a fresh wind we receive new revelation in the name of jesus christ feel us right now renew us right now restore us right now in the name of jesus thank you jesus glorify your name father glorify your kingdom glorify your will and your way in jesus name so be it. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. You are now worshiping with and rocking with now the Living Word Ministries. That's now the Living Word Ministries. You heard me now. The Living Word Ministries. No one without. Well, we believe no one should go without the gospel. No one should go without salvation. No one should go without the truth, the way, the life. And you know who that is? Ah, you guessed it. That's Jesus Christ. 
the way to our salvation, the truth that makes us free and sets us free, the life eternal and in the life that we live now that brings us out of the darkness and into his marvelous light. That light is the light of his vision, the light of his wisdom, the light of his knowledge, the light of who he is in a dark world. Well, if you're tuning in, I am your host, A.P. Shepherd, as I have been called out, ordained and set apart to give you the gospel, the whole gospel and nothing but the gospel. So help me God. Amen. I'm just thankful to say that this time is a time where we've come together and in a moment to bring you the unfiltered word of God, to bring you the word from God's perspective, to allow the Holy Spirit to lead us into giving you all truth according to the word of God. That's the Bible. And according to the Holy Spirit, that's the teacher. That's the anointer. That is the revelator. Revelator simply means the uncoverer of things that were once hidden. You see, when you reveal something, it doesn't mean that it wasn't already there. It means that it existed out of the realm of your understanding. Somebody say Jesus is Lord. I'll say it. Jesus is Lord. So right now, what we're doing is, if you haven't noticed, we are in a season of a word. And right now, I'm really moving and leaning into what the Holy Spirit is saying. I'm trying to not to allow myself to be caught up in the foolishness of trying to lean into my own understanding. And for those of you that don't know what church jargon means, that means I'm not trying to allow what I think and what I believe to influence how God speaks the word through me. I'm not trying to allow what my human reasoning and limited understanding, hallelujah, uh, 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 to be a barrier against what God wants us to know and what he wants us to understand in his word. And so what I, I'm mindful to stand here with you and to uh, talk to you about what God is doing in this hour. I'm loving what he's doing in his word and what he's doing in this moment. And so in this particular moment, we're just going to talk a little bit about some things, you know, some revelational things and purposes uh, upon which God is doing in this hour. And um, today what we're going to talk about, I want to talk about, you know, what do you, how do you identify, hallelujah, as we're in the series called The Great Deception, True Love Versus Fake Love. How does one define, uh, well, you know, we talked about this, right? We talked about how the identification of true love for God is by keeping God's word to keep what God asks us to do, not only in his Bible, but there were things. How many of you know that there were things that God will ask us to do? Hallelujah. By way of the Holy Spirit that nobody else can hear, that nobody can read in a book that's in on pages, but they can read in the book of your life. They can read it in the book of our lives, in the life that is lived and laid down in submission to God. They can read it in how we carry ourselves, how we worship, how we praise God, how we show God to them by the way we live. And so, God, this is why it is important that God be glorified in our actions. And that's glorified simply means that God gets all the credit God gets all the props and all of the honor through what he does through us oh okay 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 I gotta make that a little bit clearer um, he gets all of the reverence um, he gets all everybody points to him because of what they see you happening in your life because of how they see uh, uh, things elevating in positions at work, uh, things elevating in how you walk and carry yourself, that people will look and want to know, why is it that you always happy? Why do you always have joy? Why are you always smiling? Uh, where does this wisdom come from that you have? How did you come up with this idea? And, and it's up to us at that point to point them back to God so that God gets the glory so that God gets the big and ups and, and the up and comings. Amen. And so as we, as we get 
into this, well, I want to really allow the Lord to elaborate on some things that he is really beginning to reveal. And so as we go through this, um, I want to talk today just on a few things. And what we'll do is we'll get back to that in a minute right after this word. God bless you. Get ready. And, and while you're getting ready, I want you to pull out your Bibles and, and put a marker in Acts chapter 19 and Galatians chapter 1. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You are now worshiping with and rocking with now the Living Word Ministries. That's now the Living Word Ministry. You heard me now. The Living Word Ministry. No one without. Well, we believe no one should go without the gospel. No one should go without salvation. No one should go without, hallelujah, understanding and no one should go without eternal life and guess what you find that in yeah you guessed it if you said jesus you're right on point if you said jesus you named it if you said jesus you claimed it if you said jesus ha ha welcome to the realm of the enlightened holy ones hallelujah and so listen Right now, we're in between words. Uh, the word that we are in between right now is called the great deception. True love versus fake love. And so while I was pondering on true love versus fake love, as you know, we covered what true love entails and what fake love entails. True love entails showing your love by expression of loyalty or by dedication of a lifestyle and by moving in obedience praise god don't ask me to repeat that that came right out the holy ghost look and so when we talk about true love versus fake love the great deception is this is to believe you are truly showing god love when you're not living according to his commandments jesus said that if you love me you'll keep you'll keep my commandments the word of god hallelujah in the old testament says why do you call me lord lord but you don't do what i tell you you don't do what i ask you you hear what I say and go your own way. And so the reality of it is true love versus fake love is revealed in my actions. It's revealed in my lifestyle. It's revealed in how I carry myself. But today, what we're going to challenge you is this. Hallelujah. We're, 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 we're going to look into how uh, certain things like how does the word, how is it? capable of, uh, of of doing things in one person and not in another uh, um, but also we're, we're about to talk about how when God calls us into something sometimes the greatest the greatest uh, teacher is experience sometimes the greatest teacher is experience however the greatest wisdom is that from another given to us so that we don't have to experience the same thing and so we would take that the greatest wisdom is the application of a testimony of someone else who went through something they don't want you to experience yeah some of us experienced that with our mothers right i've experienced that when my mom would tell me things and i wouldn't listen I wouldn't listen. And, and, and I tell you, when I tell you that it would happen nine times out of 10, it would happen just how mama said it would happen. Uh-huh. I know. I know I'm not the only one. You know, you ain't got to say amen. But if you can't say amen, say ouch. And if you can't say ouch, say ooh-wee. Yeah, that thing sting, don't it? I know. I know. But if you are following the instructions that were given, your, you should already have your, your digital Bible or physical Bible. Preferably, I would prefer you have either or maybe even both. Because sometimes the physical Bible is harder to locate where you're going. But the digital Bible can be a handicap. So how about using them in tandem? That means together. So we use them together. Hallelujah. So that we can accomplish what God wants us to do. So we're not you're downplaying your digital bible and we're definitely not downplaying the paper physical bible amen and so 
here's what we'll do right now. Right now we're going, I want you to turn to uh, the book of Galatians. Hallelujah. Turn to, no, no, turn to the book of, yeah, uh, Galatians. Turn to the book of Galatians. Hallelujah. Yes, let's go to the book of Galatians. I might need to grab my other, uh, my other digital Bible. Praise God. Uh, so listen, <clears throat> at, in the book of Galatians at verse one, chapter one, verse one, here we find the apostle Paul greeting the church of Galatia. Listen to what he says. He says, Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither by man, but by Jesus Christ and God, the father who raised him from the dead. Now, it's very important to understand that a lot of the times when we are called to a thing that God has called us into, we ultimately sometimes uh, uh, need a, a pushing or we need some sort of event that comes in our life that changes us and, and alters our perception of who God really is, uh, of where God really comes from. Now, where do I get that from? Well, if you Go to the books of the Acts of the Apostles at chapter 9 and verse 1. You'll find that this same Paul was once called Saul. And this same Saul was one who did not love Christians. As a matter of fact, he chased after them. As a matter of fact, he ran up in their houses and raided them. As a matter of fact, he brought them before courts and judges. As a matter of fact, excuse me, as a matter of truth, because we don't deal with fact, just facts. We deal with truth. You know, uh, the word uh, the Lord gave my wife a wonderful revelation. She said he gave her a revelation that said facts change, but the truth stays the same. Right. And, and, and the revelation she used, she said, said how uh mike tyson might be the champion at his at one time and that was a fact hallelujah but right now mike tyson ain't the champ amen right now i believe the champ is tyson fury and so the facts change the fact is tyson fury is a champion but the fact also remains that Tyson Fury, someone else could take his title. However, the truth remains the same. And, and back, but back to where we're going. In the, uh, in the book of Acts, the Acts of the Apostles, at chapter 9, verse 1, it reads, And Saul, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest and desired of him letters to Damascus, to the synagogues, that if he found any of this way, that's Christians, they whether they were men or women, that he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. That means tied up under arrest to Jerusalem. Why? Because that's where they would stand trial uh, to die or to be imprisoned for serving Jesus Christ. So this Saul was once, I mean, this Saul is also the same Paul. Now, 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 I want you to stay with me because it's very imperative because we must stay focused on why we're here. We're here to discuss what is it that radically moves and changes a person, hallelujah, to follow God with everything. Where someone else, it may take years for them to convert, years for them to really fully give themselves to God, years for them to bow down and submission to what God has called them to do. It might be years. And so what we're going to do is we're going to ask the questions, answer them according to the word of God and the Holy Spirit's leading and see what God says. Why? How this same Saul, look at him, look at him. And the Bible says that he might bring them bound. Watch this. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus and suddenly there shined about him a light from heaven. Listen, listen. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying, I'm going to do my James Earl voice. James Earl Jones said unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? Saul. Why are you coming after me? Saul, why are you arresting me? Saul, why are you killing me? 
TC, this is really important because at, at this point, Jesus had already went to the cross. Jesus had already given his life. He had already carried his cross after being beaten and humiliated and stripped naked and assaulted and, 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 and mocked and made fun of on his way to the cross. And so as Saul, hallelujah, he fell, watch this. He, as the light shined about him, Saul fell. He fell under the glory of the light. And, and he heard the voice saying, why are you persecuting me? Hallelujah. You know, and, and so, and he said unto him, who art thou? Who are you, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you persecuted. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. In other words, I'm the one that you're chasing after. While you're coming after my people, you're coming after me. While, while you're killing my people, you're killing me. While you're chasing them and bringing them to be prosecuted, beaten and stripped from their families and thrown into uh, 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 coliseums to be eaten by lions. And, 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 and here's a little fun fact for, not fun, here's a little bit of truth for you. Did you know that the thing we call Roman candles that we set on fire for 4th of July came from what? the Romans were doing to the Christians. They would douse them in oil or in some sort of flammable liquid and they would set them on fire in the streets and they would line them up by hundreds of miles along the road, lighting up the streets on fire, burning them alive. That's where you get your Roman candle from. Hallelujah. Me, I don't celebrate the 4th of July for, for just for reasons like that. I, I try not to uh, go into those particular things, but back to back to the word, back to the word. That's neither here nor there. I just wanted to give you that for you know, the next time you're holding your Roman candle. Remember, a Christian was being burned and set on fire alive, uh, and that's where the name came from. But he says, "Saul, Saul, I'm the one you're coming after. It's hard for you to kick against the pricks." And that prick, and I wanted it, so many different understandings of what that prick is hard for you to kick against a sting, sometimes of that of bees and scorpions or animals, uh, sometimes of an iron, uh, a gold that horses or beasts or birds you would use to kind of get them going, you know, or to kick against, hallelujah, to offer a vain and perilous or ruinous resistance. In other words, to it's hard for you to resist something that you are powerless to stop so that's what he's saying it's hard for you to resist something that you are powerless to stop you can't stop the move of god you can't stop a move of the lord you can't stop christianity from spreading to all nations so stop shut it down and in verse 6 chapter 9 of the book of the acts of the apostles and he trembling and astonished said, Lord, wilt thou have me? What wilt thou have me to do? And the Lord said to him, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. In other words, get up from the dirt, go up into the city, then I'm going to tell you what to do. Get up and go in obedience, and then I'll let you know what's next, right? And so. Long story short, as Saul is waiting, hallelujah, listen to me, as Saul is waiting, now mind you, the light was so bright that it blinded him. He was blinded. Listen to me. He was blinded. Let me say it again. He lost his physical sight in the glorious presence of the Lord because this was a judgment vision. This was a judgment visitation. This was a visitation where he stood in the fire of God's anger. He stood in the fire of God's anger of someone who persecuted or prosecuted, okay, sought to murder, come on, sought to kill and sought to stop by any means necessary the people of the kingdom of God. The sons that God that went and shared God's love abroad and, and, and spread the word of God to anyone who would hear. So I'm going to stick with me because um, we're going we're going somewhere with this. And so listen, so what is the purpose of here? Why are we here? OK, because I want I want you to get to understand that now this same Saul, hallelujah, was converted. He was converted. In other words, he gave his life 
to the Christian cause by giving his life and to Jesus and making Jesus Christ his Lord and Savior. Long story short, God speaks to a prophet named Ani a man of God named Ananias. He sends Ananias to come to Saul to or uh, to so that Saul could receive his sight. Ananias says, "Hey, you look, this is the same God that's been killing everybody. I don't want to go to him." He said, "Listen, you gonna go to him? God tell him go to him because he must see the things he must suffer for my name. So he would suffer for and, and want to not just suffer. He would want." to take up the cause of Christ as a Christian giving his life to God and going after Jesus with all of his heart and soul and he would want to and so Ananias goes he put he puts his hands on Saul and uh, Saul was he puts his hands on Saul and says Saul receive your sight Saul gets his eyesight back they go to the pool they baptize him and the Bible declares that from that moment he went preaching Jesus Christ everywhere he went preaching Jesus Christ everywhere he went to the north the south the east and the west well how do you know that in the book of the Acts of the Apostles and 9 chapter 9 verse 20 it reads and immediately he preached Christ in the synagogues that he is the son of God immediately after the visitation from the Lord after going blind after receiving his sight after a straight up a straight up experience with Jesus Christ Saul never looked back he never looked back. As a matter of fact, his name was changed and he began to go by the name Paul. He was first called Saul of Tarsus, but then he began to be, he changed it. He began to walk under the uh, understanding of the name Paul. And I won't even get into and bore you with why they would, why they believe he called himself Paul. But what I will do is tell you that he moved under a different identity. He moved under the identity that came with his Hallelujah with his face to face meeting with the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And so we find Paul, hallelujah. And so with this being said, we see that at, at, in Acts chapter 9, verse 20, we see that and immediately he preached Christ in the synagogues that he is the son of God. Knowing that people would try to kill him, knowing that those would try to persecute him or prosecute him or have him put to death like he did others. Knowing all of this, he went after him with all of his heart. He went after that. He went out and preached that Christ is the son of God, knowing of the contradiction that he would look like in the eyes of everyone that would see him hold on bro ain't you the one that was trying to kill the christians you talking about jesus is the son wait a minute ain't you the one that went to the pharisees got the big long papyrus letter and said that you was gonna go get these young christians and get them up out of here hold on you're paul i know saul you the dude that was walking through here breathing out threats at everybody ready to kill everything that called on the name christ and so and so we we would see that that in an inevitable contradiction would be his life from the moment he committed converted he converted and committed to a transformation of showing that he loved the Lord that he was willing to run for God. Um, yeah, yeah. The the Bible, the Word of God, tells us that Paul said that the Lord had mercy on him. Hallelujah. In the book of Galatians, because what he did, he did ignorantly. He did in ignorance of believing he was doing the right thing. He did it in the ignorance of believing that how he was living was what God would want him to do. He would want him to kill the Christians, want him to murder Christians, murder those who were calling on the name of someone else and calling them God. Amen. I know, right? I hope you're following with me because the Holy Spirit is pouring in and I just got to roll with it. <laughs> Hallelujah. So listen, listen, listen. Yes, Lord. And so there are a few questions we want to ask. Why now, now, what is it that really, really stands out here? What is it that really 
opens our eyes to the power of a God moment or a God encounter. Hallelujah. Let's see. Let's start with this question. What are the symptoms of a God encounter? A real, true God moment and experience. Well, I would have to say transformation. Uh, the real, the, 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 the symptoms or the outcome, the effects of a God encounter, a real true experience of a, uh, uh, of a either feeling of the Holy Spirit. I don't mean feeling like your feelings. I mean, feeling like filled up with, like you pour into a jug and it's filled to the brim. And what, what, what are, well, we would have to understand it. The transformation of your life is hallelujah. The apostle Paul said, uh, be ye not conformed. That means don't allow yourself to be made like or to fit into, but be ye transformed. That means to be changed by what? By the renewing of your mind. Why? Because the renewing of your mind offers a renewing of your actions, a renewing of how you walk in the world, a, a, a renewing of how you see things, a renewing of how things affect you or how you respond. So, so, so these are uh, the true symptoms of a God encounter, a real true God moment and experience. We can see this in the life of the Apostle Paul right here, right? The Apostle Paul right here, right now is showing what happens in a in the heat. What are the results of a true God encounter? He changed everything. He went from killing the church. Hallelujah. To preaching the church. He went from killing those who called on Jesus to calling on the name of Jesus. Hey, how are you? This is Apostle Shepherd, and I'm here because there are things that you need. Things that we all need. We need prayer. We need to know that we're loved by God. We need the strength that can only come from God. So if you're in need of that prayer, if you're in need of that strength, if you're in need, listen, reach out to us, email us, whatever concerns you have. Is it a parent in the hospital? Is it a mother on hospice, a father on hospice? Is it a, a, a young one, your son? Is your son hurting? Is your son out in the streets? Is he in prison? Is your daughter into prostitution? Is your son a gang member? Is your daughter on drugs? I am here. We are here at now the Living Word Ministries. Me, my wife, and my daughter. The ministry is here for you, and we will pray with you and for you. Listen, we're here for you, and we love you. And I don't just say that because it sounds good. We love you from the deepest portions of us in the spirit and just in who God created us to be. So if that's you and you need prayer, you need love, you need to know your love and you want someone to be praying with you for your children, for your sons and your daughters, for your family, brothers, sisters, aunts, whatever it is for you. You're trying to get rid of a porn addiction. You can't beat a masturbation addiction or a drug addiction. We'll pray with you. You're trying to stop cussing. You're trying to stop having sex without marriage. You're trying to stop cheating on your wife or your husband. We're here. We're here to pray with you and to agree with you. So listen. Email us. And even through this app on Spotify, you're able to email us. You're able to send a message. Listen, we're here for you. Email us at N-O-T, excuse me, N-O-W-T 
T-L-W-M-I-N at gmail.com. That's N as in Nancy, O as in operate, W as in word, T as in the, L as in living, W as in word, M-I-N at gmail.com. And we're going to come into agreement with you add you to our prayer list and we have a business phone coming up where you can text your concerns and I'll be posting that soon but until then email us whatever it is No, nothing is too big for us to pray for you about and to take to God I love you with the love of the Lord and with the love of Jesus Christ I speak the peace of God over your soul the peace of God over your heart the peace of God over your mind and the hallelujah and the love of God shed abroad over everyone under the sound of my voice we love you God bless you This is the true, hallelujah, expression, evidence, symptoms, and side effects of a God moment, of a God encounter. And it makes me ask, ask yourself, have I had a real true God encounter? Because a real true God encounter will change how I speak. A real true God encounter will change how what I drink. It will change the places that I go. It will change who I hang with. A real true God encounter, hallelujah, would change my whole, hallelujah, point of view. And so another question that I, that, that I, that I pose and I pray that you will pose well, uh, okay, how is it that in this moment, that one has a life-changing radical encounter with God. He remains the same. How is it that in this moment that one has a life-changing radical encounter with God, he remains the same? Okay, so the Bible speaks of the God of this world system. That's Satan of this world system. That means that the God over the system ran by men who hate God. Hold on. Let me say that again. The God of this world that uh, the God of a system, the system, the governmental systems and structures of this world that are ran by men who hate God, who oppose God, who uh, um, who who promote things that that God hates. How is it that this this God, the Bible says that he Hallelujah. Satan has blinded the minds of men. Men. Now, when he say men, he's talking about those who who deny Jesus Christ, who don't want Jesus. Oh, I got to get my life right. You know, man. And then I'm a, you know, when I do have all my fun and, you know, smoke all the dope and drink all the alcohol and, and sleep with all the women and women sleep with all the men. And, you know, when I went out and old and decrepit and hopefully if I make it that long, if I don't die young, you know, uh, yeah, then I give my life to Jesus. You see, that's a fallen perspective. That's the God of this world system, Satan, little G. That's him influencing your mind he's influencing how you see it he's influencing your thought patterns he's influencing the very nature of how we would hallelujah react to God's word so the answer to this question is how is it that in this moment that one has a life-changing radical encounter with God he remains the same the truth is he didn't have a life-changing encounter with God. 
He was he happened to be in the place where God was being worshipped. He happened to be in the place where God was being praised. He happened to be in a place where God was believed upon, but his mind, his heart, and his soul never connected to the God moment. That's good, Holy Spirit. His mind, his heart, and his soul never truly connected to the God moment. And so what happened was he he moved, he got up, and he, he came in. He came in blinded by Satan and left blinded by Satan because all he wanted to see was Satan. What, what, what do you mean he wanted to see Satan? You see, what happens is when the, Satan has blinded your mind from the gospel, and if you don't, you're not coming after it with the hunger of it, and God can see your minds, your thought, your thoughts, and your mind. I'd rather, man, I can't wait till this is over, man. I, then the football game is on. I can't wait till this is over and the fight going down. I, I can't wait till this is open. I want to go hit Ross and buy this new dress. I can't wait till this is open. I want to go grab them new red bottoms. And, and so when he sees that, it, it, that mindset is a mindset that is under, brought on by the influence of Satan or the de and the demons that are connected to Satan and is strategically placed there so that you never see or hear God, so that you never get that experience that makes you hunger for God. And so the answer is there never was a God moment or a connection to God because God, a connection to God through a God ordained moment always produces change sometimes radical change that means a person just turns away like paul like saul did saul had a radical encounter where he changed and chased after the lord and preached jesus christ all the way to death till he was executed as they say the Bible doesn't tell us that he was executed. However, uh, there it is recorded in world history that he was executed. Beheaded, as some say. Beheaded, in other words, his head was chopped off. He went from chasing down and killing Christians to dying for the name of Christ. Dying for the purposes of the kingdom of God. Listen, so we're going to close after this one because I just came to stop by real quick and just, you know, ask a few things to challenge your mental, your mentality to think different, to look different, to come different, to ask yourself for us to ask ourselves, are we really coming after God? Do we have a real worship? Is our life really laid down and dedicated to God? Do we have a real true God experience that changed us from the inside out? These are questions that we ought to be asking ourselves. And so watch this. Next, the next question, and we'll close on this one, is when we have a true. Okay, I don't even know if this is a question. These are things that the Holy Spirit spoke out of my spirit. And so I'll just give them to you. When we have a true Jesus experience, the evidence in our lives are the immediate hunger to not only please God, but to do and live how God want, would want us to live. This is the true evidence of a God encounter. When we have a true Jesus experience, the evidence in our lives are the immediate hunger to not only please God, but to do and live how God would want us to live. That's the true encounter, the true meeting, the true coming after. It births a change or a transformation in us that makes us want to go after God, to hunger after God, to thirst for God. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me? Listening to what the Spirit is saying. But not just, to, hallelujah, to please God, but to do and live how God would want us to live.
Are you living like God would want you to live? Can you truly say in your heart of hearts that you're living how God would want you to live? Yeah, that pause was because I wanted you to really think about it. You know, when you get up, if you're laying in the bed next to that man that isn't your husband, or you're laying next to that woman that isn't your wife, and then you call each other wifey and hubby and boo and, you know, uh, whatever, bro, <laughs> and, 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 but you're not really married to them. And remember now, when I speak marriage, I'm talking about marriage as defined in the Bible, because anything that steps out of the definition of what God calls marriage is just a friendship. And if it goes out of what God calls, hallelujah, natural, as in male and female, um, then it's just confusion. I know. I know you may not have come for that, but I just had to drop that in your mailbox. So listen, when we have a true Jesus experience or a God moment, the evidence shows in our life. The evidence shows in how we live and how we move. The evidence shows in everywhere that we go. It's there. It's there. Okay, I'll make this the last one. How is it that some of us encounter Jesus and move in a form of what appears to be godliness? Okay, now godliness, that means to look, to have an outward appearance or to look like God, look like I love God, talk like I love God, speak the lingo like I love God, attend church like I love God. However... Watch this. I, I I live like a demon. I live led under the influence of demons, which is well, well, what is living under the influence of demons? That's when I give in every day. I give in to what my body wants to do. My body wants to have sex without being married. That's fornication. My body wants to give have sex without being married. My body wants to drink till I pass out and throw up. My body wants to try every drug under the sun and and pass out doing it or stay up all night with the inability to go to sleep because it blocks my sleep inhibitors. So listen, how is it that some of us encounter Jesus and move in a form or appearance of godliness or what we believe Hallelujah, God looks like from a religious standpoint. So some of us, we sit in the church and we go through the motions and we go to Bible study and we wear the suits and we uh, sit up and we jump and shout when we, and we praise when we're told to praise and we stand up when we're told to stand up and we sit down when we're told to sit down. We worship on the areas and realms of protocol. Hey, well, to stand up, sit down, praise, shout his name, say Jesus. But in our hearts, we know closer to God. We're no closer to God, hallelujah, than the earth is from the sun. And so we move in an appearance of what we believe God looks like from the standpoint of how religion has trained us to go. Hallelujah. Uh, blessed and highly favored we know it we talk it we we dress it but we don't live it and so that's the religious standpoint we believe god from the standpoint of what we've seen religion to look like until religion doesn't look like it until religion begins to resemble the same thing that pookie is doing as in, in the projects on the block thugging it out on the corner only difference is you, 
you in the church dressing a different way, talking a different way. But when you get out, you out there with Pook Pook, Ray Ray, Lulu, and Jojo. And y'all hanging on the block, sending big smoke up to the clouds and, and, and walking and burning in the people who, who look up to you in the body of Christ or look up to you and believe that you're sold out. But in reality, hallelujah, they smell a weed on your breath and the alcohol oozing through your pores. Yeah, I know, I know, it's ugly. It's ugly, but the evidence, hallelujah, the evidence of a life yielded to Christ that shows in our everyday actions. Hallelujah. Listen, and so that looks like God from a standpoint and others go completely on fire. Listen to me, standpoint. So that's the false image. That's the fake love. The true love, while others go completely on fire at moving in the power of God, in signs, miracles, wonders, and bringing thousands of millions to the kingdom of God. But most importantly, they f you, you just feel the love of God when you're around them. You feel the love of God, the presence of God. You just, ooh, that's love right there. Uh, not 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 that they say I love everybody that love the Lord, but that you can you you really sense it, you really feel it from them. You really feel that they love the Lord. You really can tell because just being around them, Hallelujah! You feel the warmth of God and the power and presence of God through them because the love of God is in them. And so they're completely on fire. The love of God have them on completely on fire and moving in the power of God in signs, miracles, and wonders, bringing thousands and millions to the kingdom of God. Who have you brought to the kingdom of God today? And, and, and don't worry about it. If you're new and you're just now getting your feet wet in the word, hallelujah, just ask the Lord to lead you and guide you, to teach you and to show you. Because a transformation, a transformation is in order. A transformation shows itself and reveals itself through the change of my actions, the change of my motions and movements and how I approach things, how I, uh, how I um, decide who is friend and who is foe or who is good to hang around and who will damage me. Come on, stick with me. And so the evidence illustrates itself. The evidence illustrates itself through us. Because there were people looking at us when we say we love the Lord or that we are children of the most high God or that we, we've been in and out of the church or that we've, we go here and we go there and that, you know, even in those things that, that people can't see. How about the things that no one can see but God? The lies, the manipulations, hallelujah, the intimidations, the rebellion, the disobedience. The secret night rendezvous. And so. In closing. We want to challenge you here today. To submit yourself to God. To give all of you to God. Don't give him half of you. Don't give him some of you. Give him all of you. That we would lay that we can lay down everything that we want to do to do what God wants us to do. So that we can get our minds out of the influence of Satan. You see, because if we stand 
in, hallelujah, if we stand in the church and go in the church and live like the devil, live like hell on feet, go out and still live like we did when we ran in on the block, then we are doing God a disservice because somebody's watching us to see God in us and what God looks like and if they look at us and see a horrible version of who God is then God gets blamed and you and when we face God we'll have to answer for it so here's the thing the evidence hallelujah the evidence that God works through and works in is on the job training you see, he'll on the job training. Once you give yourself to the Lord Jesus Christ and you're unplugged from the matrix that is the world, then watch this. Then God translates you into a different walk and then pulls you into a new birth. We say born again, but the actual translation means to be born reborn from above so you have one birth that comes from below the highest heaven and then when you give your life to jesus christ you are reborn from above the first heaven which is the earth the second heaven where the demons and the principalities fly around uh, uh and into the highest heaven which is where god is we are reborn from above from that heaven and it is a gift that can only be done through God. But the question is, when you get the term, when you get, when you say the word, do you walk in the transformation? Because it is not saying the words that Jesus is Lord and I make him Lord over my life. But it is through repentance and repentance means to turn away from. Repentance means to make an about face. Repentance means to go in the opposite direction. Hallelujah. I was once walking this way towards crime, towards evil, towards uh, chasing after women, towards um, uh, illegal money scams and schemes. I was once walking walking this way but then I met Jesus then I what I did is I turned on my back to that I did an about face like the army and I turned my back to that 180 degrees I turned my back to that and I began to walk towards Jesus to walk towards life to walk towards salvation to walk towards holiness to walk towards his truth and to live with him all the days of my life How are you showing the world that is separated from God that you are and belong to Jesus Christ? What are you doing that shows that you truly believe in salvation in the name of Jesus, that you truly have turned your life, you truly have allowed God through his Holy Spirit to give you the power to turn your life around. You see, because that's one thing we need to understand. We must understand that when we give our lives to him, we're not in it alone. That the Holy Spirit is with us, guiding us, uh, guiding us and giving us the wisdom and the strength and the knowledge and the direction that we never had before. A direction that comes from God. A direction that comes with the guidance of God. The word of God, the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 16. That a man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. The Bible also tells us that the steps of a good man or woman, but it says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Hallelujah. Not meaning that he makes you, but that he orders the protection for the steps that glorify his name he orders a path that he has set through jesus that we walk in and follow and live by and model before a world that needs jesus just as much as we did before we got him and even more so after we after we said yes are there people around you that can be thrown off about who Jesus is because of your double lifestyle. And I hear the Lord saying that, and it starts in our house, that when our children hear us say that we're Christian and that we love Jesus, but yet they see us popping the bottle or 
popping some pills or hallelujah or 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 or, or, or they walk happen to walk in while your face is in the plate of powder hallelujah or they walk in hallelujah while people you know everybody's passing the bus or then god forbid they walk in while you're 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 engaged in uh uh uh, uh, something with uh, you know two men or two women and, and, and it's ungodly hallelujah and, 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 how can they see and say that my mama loves the Lord or that my daddy loves the Lord my uncle loves the Lord my brother loves the Lord my sister loves the Lord what is the evidence in your life that shows that Jesus is Lord over your life and that you have committed to him you see, we're dealing with on-the-job training. From the moment that you do that, you're training on the job. You're learning as you go. And, and you're learning through the manual. You're not left without instructions because the Bible, which is the Word of God, gives us plenty, hallelujah, plenty of information on people who lived how we used to live, who live worse than we used to live, who live better than we used to live, the rewards, the consequences, hallelujah, how God uh, dealt with that, the, the, um, the patience of God and the mercy of God. And so I say to you again, in your life of on-the-job training, as your life give evidence of true love, or fake love because the real deception in this is deceiving ourselves into believing we're something we're not that we're living a way that we're not and so I say to you where's your evidence Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. You are now worshiping with and rocking with now the Living Word Ministries. That's now the Living Word Ministry. You heard me now. The Living Word Ministries. No one without. Well, we believe no one should go without the gospel. No one should go without truth. No one should go without salvation. No one should go without the life. And guess where that comes from? You guessed it. Jesus Christ. Look, I'm glad you tuned in and you hung with us all the way through the end. And so we never leave without praying for you. And so in the name of Jesus Christ, Heavenly Father, I declare and decree in the name of Jesus that the blessings of the Lord be upon each and every one. Hallelujah. That the hunger to do your will, to follow you, to go after you, to chase after you, and to do all that you have called us to do be upon us, be upon our minds, in our dreams. And as we awake and as we walk, that the power of your holy anointed spirit, hallelujah, strengthens us and guides us and leads us into all truth. Hallelujah. And away from the spirit of bondage, away from the spirit of religion, away from the spirit of confusion, away from the spirit of de deception, away from the false prophets, away, hallelujah, from the false teachers in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let the glory of the Lord come forth. Let the glory of the Lord shine through us. Let the power of God be with us and every spirit that is unlike the living God. We in the name of Jesus Christ, we declare and decree is anathema we declare and decree is accursed we declare and decree comes away from us we declare and decree cannot come near us hallelujah let a wall of angels be around you a wall of angels be over your house around your children around their finances around our food around our income around our direction around our knowledge our learning of the things of God let the power of God shine forth and bright as the sun in us and through us let the weight of the glory of God be in our mouths hallelujah let the glory of the Lord stand with us rule through us abide in us and guide us in the name of Jesus Christ hallelujah let the peace of God be with you let the grace of God cover you. Let the hallelujah mercy of God hallelujah be upon your awareness hallelujah and let the transformational grace of God and the renewing the renewing 
of God of the mind and through the power of God show its work in each and every one of our lives in the name of Jesus we bind generational curses we bind generational hallelujah every generational curse we bind witchcraft witchcraft curses we bind vocal witchcraft curses we bind amulets and hallelujah we bind amulets and objects and sorcery in the name of Jesus Christ we bind hallelujah dependence upon pharmacia or pharmaceutical things in the name of Jesus to do what only the spirit of God can do in the name of Jesus we bind the spirit that lust for strange flesh and impure motives. In the name of Jesus Christ, I declare a decree. Your mind is free. Your heart is free. Your soul is free. Hallelujah. And set free and made free by the power of the truth of God. Let the truth of God saturate your mind. The truth of God saturate your will and your emotions. The truth of God, the joy of God, and the love of God cover you and clothe you and hug you like a warm blanket. In the name of Jesus, you are free in the name of Jesus you are healed in the name of Jesus you are strengthened in the name of Jesus you find wisdom in the name of Jesus you have grace in the name of Jesus you are renewed and transformed in Jesus name amen With the Lord, the Bible in my sword Cause the evil one growling like a lion when he roar I'm ready for the war, he won't be me no more In Christ I got the victory, it's over for the boy Standing in the spirit, he see it and he fear it I'm protected by the blood, he can hear it in my lyric When he bring the pain, get rebuked in Jesus name I'm running with his tail tucked, can't you see I change? Yeah, on the streets I'm praising, God is amazing, Lord you're so amazed True author of the Bible, he gave man the inspiration God is amazing, Lord you're so amazing Please look out for me, and here's my proof God been calling me ever since my youth well back then, if only I knew Would Jehovah and store, I would've never run to you Hey, I don't wanna be a rich man I'd rather be Lazarus In the bosom of Abraham With love, peace, and happiness Hey, I'd rather be feeble than the camel Trying to pass through the eye of a needle for freeing my people He can't part with his possessions Then the Lord ain't gonna believe Hey On the streets I'm praising God is amazing Lord just so amazing True author of the Bible God is amazing, Lord just so amazing The Bible said the meek shall inherit the earth And those whom God has chosen, he has ordained thee for birth Satan knows your worth, he wants to see you cursed Before you come to God, he'd rather see you in the hearse That's why he wants you banging, fornicating and slanging If he can keep you occupied, he can keep you hanging On to a wire, chasing your desire So you can swim eternally with him in the lake of fire Where everybody weeps With gnashing of the teeth No more getting turned up You'll be burning up with grief Begging for forgiveness Crying for forgiveness Looking to an ending of a pain With no ending Yeah, On the streets I'm praising God is amazing Lord you're so amazing True author of the Bible Gave man the inspiration God is amazing Lord you're so Amazing Please look out for me